Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. The first four hours were simply in a moose-bouche. I'm stuffed. I can't remember the last time I ate this much. Sure you don't want no dessert? Not for me. Yeah, I'm good. Your table is ready for Carmen and Lima's emerging podcast scene. We're brought to you by Extend Technologies. What are you laughing about? 27 days till the Cavaliers. <laughs> Preseason action against the Philadelphia 76ers. You want to tell everybody why you do that? Oh, just... Being obnoxious. Football today. Guys. So it begins. We have football season. Football. Football season. It is football season. Guys, finally, sweet, sweet football. Football season. Guys, it's football season. Send. Send it in. Jerome. So I wondered about this. When's college basketball start? Oh, God. Ask Rothstein. He's got to know. We got to know. Folks. We are only so many days away from basketball That's season, right. from college basketball season. Hoop it up, let's go. Okay, I, I did wonder about this sincerely. You've changed my, you have changed my behavior. Don't listen so to much. me. Don't listen to me because I ruin everything. So much you do. But That's ru- why you sent the tweet out about the Cavs because you have. I, I ruin everything because calendar guy has ruined you. Calendar media guy. Like it's this. It's this. Rush to prove to everybody that you like football more than other people. Uh, we are six months away from the Daytona 500. Do it. Do it right Ladies now. Ladies and gentlemen. Do it right now. Tweet it. Six months away from the Daytona 500. Okay, so I want to ask you a genuine question because we... I'm going to give we, you a genuine answer. I think most people grow up, baseball is the first thing, at least back in our era. Mm-hmm. Baseball was the first thing you grew to love. We were in the Yeah, that's not era. that way anymore. Okay. So baseball was the first, but basketball was the first game I actually went to, and then football was amazing also. All three were amazing. As a child, there was not a ranking system where it was like, football's way up here. I can honestly tell you, all three sports, and I will even throw in, uh, at the time they were the Cleveland Crunch, but we watch those indoor hockey games on television. I think soccer. indoor soccer. Indoor soccer. And I think Je- Jeff Phelps. Most hockey games are played indoors. I yeah. think Except Jeff for the one Phelps. at First Not Energy Stadium. First energy. Ah. Oh. Ladies and we're only ninety-eight. We days are away. five months away. Yes, just over five months away from Ohio State, Michigan, at the- First Energy Stadium. Good seats still available. I believe it's February twelfth. 
If not, check them out online. Oh, yeah. I'm sure browns.com slash faceoff has Kenny will go with his maize and blue outfit. I'm not a Michigan fan. Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> How we many are days? three minutes away from me of being a Michigan fan again. <laughs> so it begins. So I don't know. Maybe it's changed nowadays. But I, I wonder about, like tonight, all of Twitter. Twitter is a perfect companion for football. It's a perfect companion for all sports. But for our audience and everything, all of our fans that tweeted us every day, maybe not just the – forget about the listeners. I'm sure you all be watching too. But the listeners who also tweeted us will be on Twitter tonight. And if me and you tweet and about saying, the game, ladies and gentlemen, how many days? We have football. How many days? How many Houston, minutes till the end of this game? We have football. I should tweet out the start of the game. Folks, we are three hours from the end of this first football game <laughs> from the final whistle. So and the overreacting because there's no better overreaction. At this time in four game. months, the season will be over. Do you think that football, because of things like social media, football, the communal watching experience, is what catapults it ahead? Yes. Or yes. do you think it's just football is more exciting to you or the way it's played? I think it's the communal watching experience. People get together, they are a part of something. We know how big the stakes are. Or yes. not your team. Yeah, yeah. I it think is it not makes a an, big deal. It is not an everyday thing. So you realize if Twitter was around in the late 80s, early 90s, for me, late 80s, the first great team I remember, without a doubt, was the Oakland Athletics. Mm-hmm. And the Smash Brothers, I had the poster. Everybody I know had the same poster. Everybody I know had yeah. the exact same poster. The Bash Brothers. The Bash Brothers poster. Mm-hmm. And it, if, if Twitter was around then... Yeah. Would we be communal tweeting Oakland Athletics games? Or does it just not work like that in baseball? It does a little bit, depending on the fan base. I think it does a little bit in the fan base. So we have have Twitter and we have smartphones, but we still only have 20 channels. Hmm. And you're only seeing highlights on SportsCenter? Because that's that's what made baseball, and you watched it so much more, because – when it was big time, they cut into whatever they were doing. That's true. And they told you, this is big time. Yeah, they did. Now, No hitters? Right. I remember watching the end of the last Nolan Ryan no-hitter. I remember it. I swear to God, right. I remember it. I the, the celebration that he does, it's what, his seventh no-hitter? Yes, seventh. And stuff like that now. Pat Olson, we are 61 <laughs> yeah. days from 61. college hoops. How many days? 61. 61. We had that seven-hitter against Robin Ventura, too. So, so I... I just I I, may, I don't want to overthink it, and maybe it sounds like I'm overthinking it because football is a great game, and it's the one sport. I mean, I think I like to think that I know the NBA inside and out, even bad teams, good teams. Yeah. But NBA, you have the inside stuff. But NBA, you are going out of your way to watch even the bad Thursday night games until the end of the year. I'll, I'll fully admit it. By the end of the year, I'm not watching. Really, they're, they're games I take off by the end of the year because it's just so much and there's so much going on. That I probably, by the end of the year, and I don't gamble and I don't have fantasy, mm. so that's a big difference. But football is the one sport where we do all of that. And I'll make I'll make the case for... Well, t- according to one host, we heard he gets tired of football by the end of Sunday night. He's tired of it. Really? Remember that? I told you about that. Oh, I forgot. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I've had Yeah, enough. that was ridiculous. I've had enough. Um, do you think it'll ever change where we are right now with the NBA? I mean, with the NFL. Do you think it'll ever change? Always could. It always could. What would possibly change? I don't know, it? but I, I. But it always could. You can never say never when it comes to CTE. We thought might have this indelible mark and a shift. At, it didn't. Look at why. Why is boxing fallen? 
Why is boxing? There was nothing bigger, man. There was nothing bigger. There was nothing bigger at one point. And when we were, and we're talking the 30s and 40s, when we were kids, um, boxing was still huge. I mean, you had Mike Tyson, uh, you had Evander Holyfield, you had Lennox Lewis. All those fights. And now it's who's Jake Mm. Paul going to fight? Okay, I guess Anderson Silva. Yeah, he's going to fight Anderson Silva. Do you think he bit off more than he could chew, or do you think he's going to win this one? Win this one as well. Getting that tangled web. I always wonder if there's so much money up for grabs that is somebody paying Anderson Silva to take a dive because he actually can box. He isn't yes. like, was it Woodley, what was who is a one? wrestler only? Uh, this this is somebody who yeah. can box. And actually, he beat uh, he beat a legitimate boxer in a match not too long ago. Anderson well, Silva Yeah, didn't. but didn't he, didn't he He's draw? He's 4-1 right now. Didn't he, was it Camacho? I thought he draw, drew with... It was Boom Boom Mancini. <laughs> yeah, right. Did he draw with uh, Floyd Mayweather? Who? Which one drew drew with Floyd Mayweather? And there was McGregor. Well, no, no, I mean he toyed. Someone, someone. Remember one of the Paul brothers? They accused him of holding Uh, him up. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Like he was about about to fall over, and he went and basically tackled him standing still to Mm -hmm. hold him up. Yeah, it was Logan that he fought. Okay. Uh, Oh yeah, we get the Pauls mixed up. Damn it! It's hard not to. Now Logan's in the WWE. Exactly. I know that they're both athletes. I, I, I don't I don't disrespect their athleticism. It's just, you know, the goofy yeah. whatever it happens. I still don't I'm still not proud of myself for not doing that interview. I don't know why I got on my high horse there. I'm sorry. It was a goofy thing anyway. I shouldn't have, I I, have got I on played my high a horse. Char- I played a character the entire interview. I was talking really? about I was talking about building a statue oh, yeah. for him if he wins this ma- if he wins this. You nut job. I, I said I he, who's bigger That's in Cleveland great. than you and all that stuff. And he didn't he had fun with it, but he Did forgot. He, you were he, asking off? he forgot about it the minute. No, I no. He knew. No. He's not. Uh, say what you want about those guys, and 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 I think, God, somebody. One of the was it Tim Dillon who I watched a stand up special. He on made Netflix. me listen to him on the way to Chicago, and then he started ripping the mayor of Chicago as we were rolling into Chicago. Oh, it was perfect. It was, it was great. perfect. He's actually really good. Um, his stand up special was great because it was forty minutes in and out, and it was all his rants from his podcast. Really? Like oh, these weren't fleshed out, and they were still great. That's it was good. still unbelievable. That's very um, But what was I What was I pointing out? Oh, that the Paul brothers, or one of them or both of them, they have a new drink that they said is, this is going to make them billionaires and because they got a piece of it. And this, this latest drink, some sort of an energy drink or whatever. You look this up? I am looking Did I tell you can, you check, energy- can you check that out, Jamie? Can you, can you look it up? Who's Jamie? That's, that's Rogan's guy. Oh, that's okay. a different show. That's all he listen. says the whole show. Can you check that out? I actually emailed a guy back. Uh, he was talking to me about, I'm not going to use his name. I almost did it. We would have had a dump. Uh, we were talking about ticket sales. Mm-hmm. And I said something. He was living in a place. I, I said, no matter what Lima tells me about what Rogan says about it, because I don't listen to Joe Rogan. Mm-hmm. Not, it's not a political thing. I just never. Well, people really got assume into it. if you listen to it, it's political. If you don't listen to it, it's political. It's not. And it's I like, have well, no actually, idea it's politics. For the longest time, I would just listen to the guys talk jujitsu on the show. Listen, that's why I listen to it. I listened to exactly one episode prime. of Joe Rogan. What'd you say? It's prime. So okay. What it's is a it? Hydration drink. Okay, there you go. Good for him. People say it's gonna make them billionaires. Zero I, added sugar. It's ten percent coconut water. It's got BCAAs, electrolytes, only, any. I'm not. Wow. I gotta finish. Well, can we get some shipped? Can you reach out to yeah, the label? I will. I will reach I out. I will to tell Prime you my right theory about energy, energy drinks off air. I still don't even want to share okay. it here. Okay. I still don't even want to do it on the podcast. But no, I I think that football football could. I I just think anything's possible with professional sports, with professional entertainment. Something can fall. 
but football, it does seem to have a hold on things. It does seem to have it, – it, it is timeless. And I do think that it's the only sport – and they're going to get to 18 games, and oh, I think they yeah. need to stop oh, for yeah. a long time because a lot of other sports will insist upon themselves. And I do think I do think football is getting up to that wall. Like 17 games, 16 games, in and out. 17 starts to become a little bit of a slog. You don't yeah. want your season. Yeah, I would agree. There are slogs in every other sport. I'm a big racing fan, and I like all forms. NASCAR, F1, yeah. the whole deal. There are slogs in racing season. There's slogs in every sport. In football, there's none. They're all big moments, and they dictate the rest of the week for sports fans. And now it's like, well... If you're a Jets fan... You don't get your starting quarterback until you know at least a month. And, and, your season could be well, over. Well, there's another thing too is you got to be careful about some of the smart people have got a hold of football, and I think they've made football better. But but for how long? Your exactly your rules. What are your rules dictating? Because I was freaking, and I almost want to cuss right here. Incensed. I'm watching your game that you're doing with Ryan Kavanaugh. And the two targeting calls that were called, I was incensed. Mm-hmm. I go, gosh, you got to let them play football. It's a collision sport. It's- it is a violent sport. There's no way around Helmets it. Helmets are going to collide. We can say everything we want to about player safety, oh. but there comes a time where we just have to face, face facts and go, what you're playing is a violent game. You're old enough to have chosen to play this game. You know the risks going in. But, Ken, isn't it amazing, no matter how long the delays are to go look at that, no matter how disjointed the fourth quarter is of an exciting game and how long the last five minutes can take, people are still watching and not turning it off. So what's it going to take? What would be the thing that would make fans like – I'll say this. I don't know. NBA regular season is turning into college basketball regular season in a lot of ways, although although people know the players – and load management has absolutely plagued the NBA, but also it's a three-point shooting contest in the regular season. I don't know. That, hey, oh, they hit their threes, they won the game. They took 40 threes, they hit 20, they got hot, they won the game. That hasn't happened in the NFL yet. The stats the, have all gone up. Well, are you talking NBA or play, talking college basketball right now? No, no I'm talking NBA. Okay. Talking NBA. NBA, I know the Warriors just won a championship. It was a few years between championships. They've won four now, right? Mm-hmm. It's a great team. It's not like it's UCLA in the 60s no. and 70s. No. There's still some competitive balance. But I thought this year's NBA Finals got back to looking like normal basketball. Okay. It was hard to get shots off. It was hard to finish at the rim. There was contact. It was physical. I thought it got back to what it looked like as opposed to a few years ago where James Harden, dribble, 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 shoot a three if you graze them, foul, four-point play. I think you're Boring. right. Boring. But it... But it See, that's the beauty of can the, the game. NBA. Can the NFL ever get boring? I don't. The only way. I mean, they're letting guys catch the ball over the middle. There's no the, contact allowed on that, but no one's calling that boring. Well, you have to stop. You have to. You can't turn back on rules that you've already said are about safety. You just have to put a pin in it. There's one rule left. I think they need to change, and I think they need to, and that's cut blocks. I think cut oh. blocks should be illegal. But people on the other side of it, it's not where they want to see people lose their careers or lose their season. They go, how do you dictate? Then we're going back to the videotape again. What's intent? Because who was it? Kayvon Thibodeau, the kid out yes. of Oregon. Yeah. He got cut block. And I got to tell you, and I was watching it, I think it looked almost as if 
the man cup blocking was trying to fit up. Was it CJ Uzama? Explain that. It looked like he thought Kayvon. Now, this is just, I didn't hear any audio, okay? I didn't hear any of the post game, any of that stuff. I just saw the reaction online to it in real time. And obviously, I didn't have the stones to actually put it out there on Twitter because I would have just got it's killed not worth because it. of yeah. Twitter group think. I know it's yeah. stop, but it's true. I thought, I want to say it was CJ Ozama, but I, I, I'm not sure, and I don't want to put the mouth on a guy that, that doesn't deserve it. But I thought a lot of people thought whoever it was doing the cut blocking, I, I, I looked at it and I go, you can make an argument. And I was making an argument going, it looks like Kayvon Thibodeau is going to go low. So now it always turns into low man wins. Mm -hmm. So you could have thought you were going shoulder pad to shoulder pad. Instead, you ended up going shoulder pad to knee. And then it looks like a cheap shot. Yeah, But when I look at at cut blocks, I go, if you're making it, because some people go, what do you do defensively to make a tackle? You just make the tackle. That's what you do. Cut blocks to me, I just, I don't look at anything good that happens out of a cut block. I really don't. I think that you can hurt you can hurt yourself. How many knees have hit helmets that have turned into concussions? A bunch. I think you can concuss yourself, and it's happened. And I think that you can ruin somebody's season and and alter their career with a knee injury, with a leg injury, and what with the TJ with the TJ Watt play that happened, okay, against Detroit. I might be mixing my games up here. With it was the, Detroit, yeah. Okay, with the but the was it CJ Uzama with with Detroit? I don't no, he's with so. the Jets. Right. Because I remember I tweeted somebody going, I'm glad he's out of the division. He's a pretty good player. That's the scariest was TJ Watts. Because you could Kayvon Thibodeau is a rookie. And there's a lot of people who just think he's a goofball and mm-hmm. didn't want to draft him anyway. I I don't blame him for being about his business. You gotta love football, but you can be a businessman too. So I don't blame him for that. But when it comes to TJ Watt. The only way this rule is going to get changed is if a star is taken off the field. If T.J. Watt was seriously injured in that final preseason game against Detroit on that cut block, I'm telling you, I think that rule's changed at the end of this year. Wow. Yeah, normally it's a significant player. I, what, I really wasn't it Tom Brady? It's always Didn't that, sports. Was it Tom Brady yes, or Aaron Rodgers yes. who got the rules changed, it, it was, or both? It, it was both. Tom Brady did it, and then Aaron Rodgers had Anthony Barr land on him, and that changed yeah. that rule. It's always reactionary. You're never forward facing. And if it's just I'm sorry, if it's if if it's just a regular ass um, Emmanuel Agba who's a good player but nobody else no regular people walking in a grocery store know who Emmanuel Agba is. They've all heard the name TJ Watt and yeah. Miles Garrett and Aaron Donald and the Boses and all that stuff. If the right name gets hurt, that's when it's going to get changed. I don't want as much as I hate the Steelers, I don't want T.J. Watt off the field. I like watching good football players play football. And I love beating good football players playing good football. I don't want T.J. Watt off the field because of an injury. Now, it, hey, I'll take an advantage anywhere I get it. But I'm not going to be excited yeah, you're for playing it. them the next week. <laughs> yeah, I'm not going to be excited for it. I, I mean, we we got to be honest with ourselves. No. Like, if, if you were to find out, if God forbid, but if, 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 a, big, if a big injury happens against the Jets... It, for, before the Jets, it changes our future. If a big injury happens with the Pittsburgh Steelers, it changes our future. All that stuff is true. So I think that in a lot of ways, I want good football players on the field. I might take an advantage of something, clearly, but I also know that it's scary to me because the only way that that rule is going to get changed, and I think it's really is to me the last rule I would want changed, 
Mm. I think that that has something where it just is going to take a big name to to change that rule. I think the PI should be 15 yards in the NFL. I really do. I hate that it's a spot foul. Quarterbacks have bigger arms than they've ever had. They're as accurate as they've ever been. They have more time. They have more stones to throw because they're not getting hit uh, than they've ever had before. I think it needs to be a 15-yard penalty. you got to help defense somewhat. You have to help defense. Yeah, all the rules can't be, be slanted to be one way. crazy to me. Uh, but they have said, I heard this, uh, I think it was Coward, uh, a few weeks ago referencing a study that was done that NFL fans, above everything else, when they're polled as to what will keep them watching football the longest, it's high-scoring close games. And so it should be no surprise that they've legislated the 10-6 slugfest out Yo, of football. Yes. But I, also, you look, at, you look at the NFL, there are still more 45-41 games in, in college football yeah, yeah. Yeah. because of the talent. And there's still more. You want to talk about 10-6 slugfests? Nebraska Northwestern for the for the first three quarters, Iowa, uh, Iowa, uh, an Iowa seven yeah. three win. I mean they'll yeah. they're gonna slugfest with everybody. They got to dirty every game up because their offense. I don't think their offense is gonna be good regardless. Um, you'll still see that in Big Ten and in college football. And then there's places they're just gonna go. Well, we're gonna we're gonna open wide. We're gonna we're gonna out athlete and hopefully we'll get the ball at the end and we'll be able to torch you. And that's what they try to do. Yeah, I, I I've done these Mac games for three years now, Ken. And teams can just get whatever they want over the middle. The guys can just catch the ball over the middle, yep. and all the teams can score forty points. It's amazing. And I think it's it's frustrating. If Is that football to... to you? No, no, it's not. Mm-hmm. I hate it when I see high scoring football games and people are like this is such a great football game no it's not it's sloppy ass terrible football with a bunch of i hate to say it it's it's no offense to the people who have gotten those scholarships congratulations to them and their families but these are not the five star athletes no. that are playing in these games that are scoring 40 points so what is it telling you about the defense of course those guys are undersized too all those linebackers are as small <laughs> i mean they they walk among us you wouldn't think yeah. oh big time scholarship college football player like i was impressed with notre dame and ohio state i thought it was good football i didn't think it was sloppy i don't think what ohio state did was very sloppy i think there were reasons there were legitimate reasons like notice ryan day was pretty excited he after was the giddy win. i keep using the term he, giddy he was his team was not sloppy they used legitimate football strategy to win that football game and they were forced to do it by a quality football team Notre Dame is not top five, not claiming that, but they were forced to do that, and Ryan Day felt exhilaration because it wasn't just, all right, we have better athletes than you, so we're going to go out and cook you, Rutgers, Maryland, whoever. It wasn't like that. Notre Dame gave them a good challenge. They got stuff on tape that they can grow Mm. from. They'll be better for the future. But because it was 21-10 and not 63-20, everybody was upset by it. And I just didn't feel the right way. Got mm-hmm. another thought for you. We're brought uh-huh. to you by Extend. It's a good thought. Had this thought during the show. Brought it up. We're coming back from break. Teased it that we we're going to do it. Have you noticed musical and movie tastes have changed with you over time? And, and especially the musical. I had this thought where, sorry, I just bumped the mic. I, I told a friend, my friend asked me a te- in a text yesterday, what's your favorite movie? And he had a he had a a piece of memorabilia from Big Lebowski, and I said Goodfellas, and he said I would have thought it was the Big Lebowski. And I and I realized I quote 
The Big Lebowski way more. Way more. I enjoy myself. I I just enjoy my own company watching The Big Lebowski more. Where Goodfellas is one of the greatest movies I've ever seen. Up until now, I've said the greatest movie I've ever seen, including The Godfather, including Shawshank Redemption, whatever else you want to say. I've loved The Godfather, but I think I've been under pressure to tell people... Or Goodfellas. I love Goodfellas, but I think I've been under pressure to tell people Goodfellas because it's this work of art. What? But you said, well, you quote Lebowski more. Is that... That's like a a reasoning for why you like it more? It's a more quotable movie. It, it is, but... I mean, it has... It is the whole thing's one-liners, but, but I I really find myself enjoying. And, and but Unless when I break it down, getting the papers all the time. But I, I don't look at. I have a passion for Goodfellas. I do. Don't like let I, people I, talk I've watched you the documentaries, like. huh? Don't let people talk you out of what you like. Well, hold on here, because I, I well now let's let's do some let's do some soul searching here, because you're making good points over there, but. I watch Goodfellas. Lime, are you interested in this? I can move on. No, okay. I am. I'm looking up uh, okay. lists of movies for a reason. I'm looking up Goodfellas. Or I, I, I've watched documentaries about the making of Goodfellas. I've been really interested in it. The story behind it. You know, Tommy D. Simone. Right. Not just, hey, it's a good gangster movie, and I'm a, I'm a guy, and I'm 15 yeah. years old. Like that's what I hate. Like I don't like like the Peaky Blinders posters and stuff on the wall. I was never about that. Never was. But I watch Goodfellas. This is this is a this is nostalgia. This is about a different America. This is about a story of somebody finding their way in America. This is about this is about the the rise and fall of a regular person who never would have lived that lifestyle, good, bad, ugly, no matter what. If they would have done anything else in life, they would have never done it. The reasonings behind it, I think it's beautifully told. Obviously, it's beautifully told. Like you've heard all that before. And then I look at a, a movie like The Big Lebowski. Now, when I first saw The Big Lebowski. I knew there was something in it that was special, but I wasn't with it yet. I didn't understand it yet. And I had my buddies, and I'm going to name them by name because they're worth naming by name because they helped me. They wanted me to watch it again. It was like, hey, let's get Stone to watch it. No, Stone Sober. Joe Moscarello, Randy Reardon. So let's watch it again. Because they were like, do you like Big Lebowski? And I was like, I, I like it, but I don't understand it i was probably 16 when i watched it again and because they said it was john goodman unleashed and then i start to go into this cohen brothers trance like they script everything cohen brothers script everything out there's very little that's ever mm. ad-libbed whatsoever like uh the christopher guest movies it's just here you go we are in this scene and away you all go and it's incredible but for the cohen's everything is specific very specific uh, specific and you get to see the the ins and outs and what have you's and every time i watch it i pick up something different you know is is jeffrey lebowski this starving artist is he just an idiot it, it walter subcheck the the vietnam that type of of, of thinking that the backstory um how this episode is brought to you by progressive insurance whether you love true crime or comedy Celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. 
Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. I think he wants to be, he wants to be a, um, a pacifist. His history won't let him. Just the whole nonchalance, looking around calmer than you while the police are showing up because someone's pulled a gun out hmm. at, the, at the bowling alley. The check that's written for 69 cents for, for half and half at Ralph's. You know, all the stuff, the short arming where he short arms, like you wonder, does, does he just live rent free in life? You remember he, he alligator arms, mm-hmm. the, uh, the bill to bury Donnie, everything, or to, or to take care of Donnie's final proceedings or mm-hmm. whatever it is. I pick up something new in every single watching of it. And I just find it just incredible. So I if, love it. If that movie, if you would have discovered that movie, let's say you were 30, 20 years older. Okay, so instead of 16, you're 36 years old. Does it resonate with you? Because so many movies resonate with people because of the time they watched it. And and and, I, and has that allure. Like, I watched all the mobster movies all at once when I was 13 or 14. So it, there's going to be bias in there because young 12, 13, 14-year-old Anthony is now gravitating towards what he thinks is supposed to be cool, yeah. which is what? Italian mob movies, that just turned out mob movies. That's just Scarface. Drugs, violence, That's, sex. Yes, all that stuff. And because I get to then bring those VHSs to my buddies, and I've seen those movies, now I get to be the cool guy showing them True. what's cool. And so there was there was that power over that era for me where, looking back, would those movies have been as cool to me later? I didn't even understand the God, the themes of the God. Was I, was I understanding the themes at age 13? No. Mm-hmm. I'm just seeing... Awesome toll booth scene. Cool. Like, I don't understand the, the themes. Way. Yeah. I didn't see any of those until I was in my 20s. The Which I wish. Movies. I almost wish that's when I first would have been introduced to those movies. And I actually feel like I appreciate them. The only one I saw before that was Scarface. Mm-hmm. And I don't. It's not that I don't care for it anymore. Scarface but, is a campy, intentionally yeah. campy yes. movie that should not be a legendary movie. But when. The rappers got a hold of it. Yes. Then it became the cool thing, and then well, they're showing it on TV. Yeah. Owen got to see these movies when his frontal lobe was developing. More developed. Really yeah. more developed. We saw it earlier than that. Mm-hmm. Is there a part of you that feels guilt? Yes. That yeah. you like this movie where aren't these movies, hate to say it, can you name a horrific mob movie that you can't stand? Listen to the pause. Listen to the pause here. Because when it comes to the mob... There was like a Wise Guys I'm sure you movie can if you that think was about so it. bad. The acting was so bad. Of course. There is... I'm sure there's one or two that. or five. Yeah. But you got to think about it. 
And you know why? Because Corky Romano. We have romanticized. (laughs) We have romanticized the mafia. We have, because for a multitude of reasons, we've romanticized the mafia so much in this country, myself included, guilty as charged. We've romanticized that lifestyle. We've all thought, can we do that? Can we be a part of that lifestyle? And so I feel guilty where it's like, these movies, and Lima just paused. Some of it's like shooting fish in a barrel. The bad one is called Mobsters, about Lucky Luciano. And Christian Slater and Patrick Dempsey were the leads. It was horrendous. I guess Gotti is terrible. Richard Grieco, uh, too. This is a terrible movie. But but you get what I'm saying? Like, yeah. It's some of it. Like I know Scorsese is a fine movie maker. I know he's I know he's great. I know Coppola is incredible. But are we shooting fish in a barrel here? Because I'm 13 year old Kenny Carmen, whose balls have just dropped, who has angst, and believes in. Violence, sex, drugs, being a cool movie to see. Do I get it? Owen saw it as an adult. He gets to well, see the art I, that's involved, the captivation of the story. So the mob, I grew up in Oklahoma. You grew up here. The mob is much more prevalent and talked about. We don't talk about the mob in Oklahoma. No. Like Westerns. I grew up on Westerns. I love Westerns. Like, that's a great point. I mean, I have a child named after Wyatt Earp because I love Tombstone <laughs> That's so much. Incredible. And you know what? I did That's not love those, except Good to Bad and the Ugly. But right. other than that, in the Spaghetti but Westerns. that was the culture that I grew When I got to Alaska, my first station in the military, there was a kid that came from Youngstown and Ben Vadino, and he tried to convince us all that his uncle was in the mob. We're like, there's no mob in right, Youngstown. Right. And then as I moved here, I'm like... It was a Kansas like, City mob. I'm like, yeah. now the, A major city, yeah. Right, but... But I'm like, wait a minute. Then I'm learning all of this stuff. Then I'm learning one of my favorite movies ever, and it never gets really talked about. It's newer. It's called Kill the Irishman. Yeah. It's about Danny Green, and it's about Cleveland, and it's about the whole bombing of the 70s and all that. Which I, I can admit, I love that movie just because it's it's Danny Green. And a part of that is because I live here now, yeah. and I've lived here for a decade, and I do... I go see, and they filmed it, part of it here, and I go see those places and all the that. The special but. effects of that movie are whack. Yeah. They're mm-hmm. terrible. But if they made a movie about Pittsburgh like that, I probably wouldn't like it as much. Right. It's a Cleveland, and it's mm-hmm. like, okay, this is this is an homage. I, you know, think about music. If uh, the grunge era, if you were 40 during the grunge era, as opposed to you want to talk about teenage angst mm-hmm. or any of that, I, I think there's a difference. I don't think it grabs the hold of you if you're if you're forty. Well, I don't feel the same things that people were feeling who were in that age group listening to Nirvana and Alice in Chains Definitely, the way they did. Those were big influences on me. Yeah. And then I go now and there was a Nirvana song that came on six months ago and my daughter who's fifteen is like, Oh, turn it off. I'm like, You you know this song? It was in the Batman movie. Oh, and so like all the boys, she's like all the boys in school now love this, love this song because it was in the Batman movie. And I'm like, oh, so you don't have an appreciation. We we have talked on this podcast before about how jealous I said I was. I think you agreed that if you are 17 years old right now and if you have any appreciation for art, okay, whether it's film, whether it's music, any kind of art, if you have an appreciation for it. And then it's one thing if you're just on the football team and all you care is about sports right, right now at this point. But if you're getting ready for college and you have an interest in that, 
you have this catalog of movies that are at your disposal, or this catalog of music based on Spotify. And you can or, just get it Odyssey. on your phone. You can, you can just get it. Whatever you want. If somebody tells you that you respect or has credibility, that you should watch this movie, tonight you go out and get the movie and you have it. Or right now, not even tonight, you just have it. And I'm so jealous that they have this huge catalog yes. that is ready to go. There was when they when they opened up the movie store in Chesterland, and the, it was a dollar for a whole year. Every movie was a dollar for a whole year. I think it was it wasn't Video Wizard. It was something else. Slippery and Wizard. I was there three days a week, getting two at a time. Oh, yeah. And there was that sweet spot of an era where I'm like, I'm gonna watch all these movies I've heard about. But it took time. It was time consuming. The movies weren't all, always there. Now, none of you have to wait for any of this stuff. You can just get it if you have any appreciation whatsoever. I'm, I'm so jealous. Well, it's, it's where I have, to, I have to think critically about m- music coming out now because we've, we've had different discussions before off-air. Like, I know you're not a big music guy, Tone. Owen and I are. Um, okay, like, I'm going to use this as an example. I didn't listen to Mac Miller. Mac Miller's passed away. He spoke to a generation behind me, okay? Yeah. Now, I'm very cynical. I think there's a lot of people on social media who pray at the altar of Mac Miller to get likes and retweets. But I also think there were a lot of people I have to realize. Nipsey Hustle too. I, I have to realize that, <laughs> probably, I have to realize that there are people before us who prayed at the altar of Kurt Cobain Mm-hmm. So people would think they were cool in college. Uh, Notorious B.I.G. Notorious yeah. B.I.G. Tupac. Like. It's 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 a cyclical thing. But there are people who were depressed, battling drug addiction, dealing with whatever they were dealing with, where Nirvana at that time was right. There were people who were, or Mac Miller at that time was right. Or there were people who grew up in the projects and they had to sell drugs because that was the only thing they were doing, able to do to make money because no one would give them a job. So you know what? I got to push rock. And they could resonate with Biggie. They could resonate with that. And so there are people who are hangers on. And I, and I, I don't want to sit there and go, well, you're all a bunch of posers. You say, you say you like Mike, Mac Miller. That's wrong. That's not, that's not right. Mm-hmm. That's a wrong thing. And there's also, and, and with the music, man, there's, there's also where I told you guys this during, the break, during one of the breaks today. I love Tom Petty. Petty. When Tom Petty died, I went up and, and I, I had my moment to myself because I won't cry in front of my children because I'm a weirdo. I don't listen to as much Tom Petty as I used to because it takes me... Tom Petty, to me, reminds me of... First off, I miss Tom Petty, and then I start feeling bad that he's gone and that we don't hear his music anymore, we don't hear his interviews anymore, his sense of humor anymore. And then I also remember... um. I remember my buddy being up in his up in his attic with my other buddies. You know, there's some there's some pot hand, you know being handed back and forth. We got a fifth of whiskey, and we are definitely way too young to be doing any of that stuff. But it, it that's nostalgia that I have that those buddies have scattered across the state of the country. My buddy, he lives in in Wayne County. We don't get to see each other a lot. I got three kids. He's divorced. He lives by himself. He works his ass off. You know, he's an accountant. So it's it's. It kind of makes you feel bad that you not have lost touch. We text each other, but we don't hang out. I haven't hung out with him in a couple of years. And so there's a little bit of guilt that's in there. And so these these huge performers, these these people that mean a lot to you, 
they take they come and go in your own life. I mean, it is a very music can be. That's why, like, when I rip mu- musical artists, I always try to tell people, and they don't. They just don't want to listen to it because it's it's that deep. I'm not ripping you. I just don't like the music you like. It doesn't mean you're a bad person, but people don't see that because it means that much to them. You're ripping them, and that's part where I can get. I can respect that. I don't like, but I don't like every single musician. Just they don't like every single one of mine. And even does your favorite songs by your favorite musicians change too? There are so many songs I can't listen to anymore. I've really? heard them so you many times out on them. that I, I live right now on the anybody that jumps in the car with me, <laughs> you can read into that how you want. But anybody that jumps in the car, '90s at nine is on right now. Really? But anything from the first five years of the decade, it's a quick turnoff. Really, anything in the second five years, I love. And will that be the well, case five years your... from now, or will I be sick of all that? I don't know. Those were your formative years, though. High school, like, yeah. the high school years. Oh, no, well, it'll be your... bluey in like yeah. five more years. What was so. your favorite band growing up? Man, that's tough. I can't. I can't tell What's you. Your favorite band it... now? I don't have one. Really? I I like. I don't know. There's a. I like some country artists now. Uh, I listen to a lot of house music right now. Really? It's very weird. Listening to things that you would not think forty-year-old suburban dad is listening to—you're really going through a journey. But it's—it's some of it's because I'm doing stuff with the monsters, and I'm kind of doing that. I'm putting together a music thing for our high school wrestling team right now, so I've been trying to get more in the mind of what they're listening to. Listen to a lot of um, what little yachty and that type (laughs) of a little something, isn't it? Oh yeah. but not, no, my my favorite stuff in high school was like uh, death metal stuff. Yeah, and you now, guys lifting all that stuff. Yes, and oh, now yeah. I now I wouldn't spend five minutes listening. Lifting and cruising. Now and it's weird. Like one of those songs will come on that I haven't heard in twenty years, and I can do all the lyrics. Yeah, I know all the lyrics. Like I've always I, Tom Petty and Leonard Skinner have always been my my like. I mean, Skinner was an easy one. Yeah, I just don't get why was I listening to gangster rap in high school. In Chesterland, Ohio, West Geauga. Bone. Why were me and all my friends? Bone. All my, but it was Bone. do or die. Also, uh, we were listening to Crucial Conflict. All, Bone. And, but, I listened, but why? I had I NWA's why. greatest hits, and I listened to it every day. Yeah, it I listen is, a lot of that too. It is in our, it is in our blood here because Canton claims Cleveland. Now, mm-hmm. Cleveland might not claim Canton. I understand that, but Canton claims Cleveland, and so we'd listen to Bone. We're brought to you by Extend. We listened to Bone as a kid, and you can't help but listen, listen to the other. You like Bone because you're so defensive of Cleveland, mm. and there's a pride. And I'm not trying to be overly dramatic here, but we all know it's true. Anything when you find out is from Cleveland, you will give a chance. Not a not not a shadow of a doubt. Even yeah. this awful Netflix show. Yes, you will. I guarantee there will be because they listen to our final segment. There will be guys tomorrow night with their wives or whoever. They'll sit down and they'll watch that first episode. I guarantee you The that. bank episode, by the way, yes. is in the second. Or the okay. bank scene is in the second episode. But is there a lot of Cleveland stuff even in the first episode? Uh, it was, I was a quick skim. I, I literally yeah. did all that while you were doing around the AFC North. I mean, do so. you think people were watching Valerie Bertinelli and Hot in Cleveland? Yes. Men? Guys like us? Oh, nah, I don't know about exactly. that. Exactly. But they were willing to give it a shot. And they were willing to watch the clips because... It was hot in Cleveland, and it's the same thing when we were kids. Bone Thugs was on MTV. They were on the MTV Music Awards. 
Kids liked them. They sold a bunch of records. Our older brothers, even though I don't have an older brother, but my buddy's older brothers liked them, so they were able to buy the CDs where we weren't able to, and they or the cassettes even. And so you, when you listen to Bone, Bone's got Biggie on a soundtrack. Bone has Tupac on one. They've done collabs with other ones. So now you're listening to the other ones. It, it's 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 not hard to figure out. I saw that. I told you I saw that Wu Tang clips from the Wu Tang concert last night. I guarantee to you there were a lot of people who grew up in Brunswick, Canton, North Canton that went to go see Wu-Tang Clan. The slums of Shaolin wasn't exactly Canton, Ohio to them, but it was in that mix because Bone introduced us to it because we're a very defensive people, and rightfully so, about our area. And we have a lot of pride for it. Wu-Tang is for the children. It is for the children. Yes, it is. And, and you know what? I'm a, I gotta tell you, am I or am I not? And are you or are you not? And are you or are you not? A better, more well-rounded individual because for me and oh, and I mean you're the same age as us. Maybe you did listen to some bone, I'm sure. Are you a more well-rounded individual because you've listened to NWA, you've listened to Wu Tang Clan, we've listened Three to Six Bone Mafia. Thugs, Three Six, the whole thing. How could you not be? How could you not be? Seriously. Like, what am I going to do? Am I going to sit there like, okay, my dad is from, my parents were from Canton, mm-hmm. and I've driven a truck all my life. There's only so much freaking Alan Jackson I can listen to. <laughs> I and know, I like man. Alan Jackson, man. There's only, <laughs> there's only so much. You heard you, that Chattahoochee song? You know I love Waylon Jennings, but there's only so much. So I, I think I do think back in the day it was more of a, we were the first generation where a lot of different musics blend to, blended together. It wasn't like, I'm a rock guy, I'm a burnout, whatever. I'm a heavy metal guy, I'm going to kick your ass. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a hip-hop guy. You know, I'm, a, I'm a country guy. Like Maybe that was in the 70s and before that. Our generation had changed. Like We talked about what's the hype-up music now. I was in Chardon. I heard Metallica. I heard Megadeth. I heard Pantera. And I swear to God, I heard, I think Fortune, the next one. Or Future. Think, Your Fortune. Future. I heard Future, the next one. I was going to say, I, I, I think the head coach may have a little more influence over that locker room. Possibly. About the, first, yeah. the first five of those bands than anything else. Yeah. So, we've learned about each other today. We have. Quick update on your, it's Logan Paul okay. and oh, the okay. Prime Drink. I don't know if it's an energy drink, it's a hydration drink. Uh, twelve pack is thirty bucks online. Holy Whoa. Jesus! If you would like one, too bad they're sold out. They are sold out. Guess of the they product. don't need our help. Yeah. So I don't think we're getting any free. Paul Brothers are going to end up owning this radio station. Oh, I don't think that's a good walk off. <laughs> I do not think that's a good walk off. I'll share my energy drink theory with you right now. Okay, picture this: it's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews, or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? 
Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 